0: the open source creative podcast episode 38 what's in the name this is the open source creative podcast a podcast where i ramble on about creativity process and open source software during my work commute i'm jason van gumster your host and driver so i'm a leak i'm a leak wait (laughs) i'm i'm a week late with this episode i'm i'm very very sorry but 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 i have good reasons i uh I, i I'll list them out. I, I co-authored an article on OpenSource.com about ways to deal with internet haters as part of getting feedback for your, your work or for software if you're a software developer or stuff like that. I also got a chance to do the the weekly top five video for OpenSource.com. It's a it's a thing they do at the end of every week to highlight the top five videos. And uh, for a long time, the video was done by someone on the OpenSource.com staff, but they opened it up a bit for moderators, so I gave it a shot. It's uh the audio is a little bit echoey. I recorded it using the webcam mic instead of my lab. big mistake there and uh, the lighting is you know kind of mediocre but I had a lot of fun with it so so that's something and 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 I spent a good chunk of that weekend participating in a 72-hour horror film race uh, a lot of you who know me know that I'm a big fan of these weekend film projects and challenges they're they're tons of fun but I I haven't really participated in any for about five years or so so um I got asked to help with some of the visual effects for for this one and uh, I got to spend a fair amount of time doing some rotoscope work and just a itty bitty little bit of digital paint over stuff. It was it was a ton of fun and uh, kind of gives me the itch to get into doing these again so maybe I will. We'll see. But, but, that's all just my excuses for being late and, uh, Notwithstanding, I'll still put the links to, the, to some of those things in the show notes. But none of that is actually what this week's episode is about. And and what is it about, you might ask? I, I'm i glad you asked. It's about naming. Uh, this week, you get to listen to me try to figure out how important the name of a piece of software is. Uh, open source tools often get a lot of criticism for their names. And and at the start of this recording, I, I wasn't sure where I sat on the matter. So... So I did what I normally do when that happens. I talked to myself. Only difference here is that I also recorded that conversation with myself. Yeah, let's just go on with this thing before I start trying to figure out and think too hard about what I just said. Oh, we're going to toast marshmallows, are we? Could be. Hello, hello, hello! Ah, I don't want anyone open like that. That's no fun. It's just sing-songy, sing-songy. <laughs> sorry. I, hey, hey, folks. How are you doing? I have a podcast episode, and it's late this week. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm singing everything, and, and I'm and I'm a bad, I'm a bad singer. But let's let's talk about naming that's that's it's it's an interesting when, I, when i'm talking about naming i'm specifically referring to the names of open source programs and tools and not not just open source ones but that's where, where i'm going to start with it because people actually that's it becomes a big topic of discussion and i'm not entirely sure what i think about it so i'm i'm going to use this episode as a as a means of Batting the idea around, and, and and maybe I'll come up with a with a conclusion, and maybe maybe I won't, and you guys can come up with a conclusion for me, or with with me, not not for me. No, no, never. Crowdsourced solution finding. <laughs> the, um, so let's let's break open the critique case. So the 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 critique that people put out will, will, are is often it's marketing related a lot of times. So. The, the, the notion that people choose, open source developers will choose random names that don't necessarily fit with the, what the actual tool does. Uh, a non, non-creative tool example, but a tool that I use every single day, because uh, I, I like working with the command line, is, is the program less and the way that i understand the history of this so what less does less will show the content of any text file just just sort of print that right to the screen you type less and then the the name of the file and then it just spits the text out to to screen to the screen and that if you look at less less has no like there, there's there's no relation why would you ever think that typing less will give you the text from a text file printed to screen. Now, a little bit of history, just to, again, this is the history as I know it, so I'm sure somebody who's listening to this podcast could could give me the, the, the more proper history. And if you do hear this, please give it to me so that I, I know these things, because I like learning. But for a long time, and a lot of people still do this, the way to get information from a text file printed to screen, you just type cat. Uh, for, and Cat, again, why would you use cat? Well cat is a is a is an abbreviation for ooh I whistled cat is a, is a is an abbreviation of concatenate. So if you look at the screen as as one giant stream of text, then cat and then the file name, you are concatenating, you are appending that file name to the stream of text that is the screen. That's what concatenate does problem is that concatenate will just dump it right to screen so if you if your text file is larger than the length of the screen then it's going to just dump it all and you have to page up and and see what's 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 there and sometimes but your screen buffer doesn't show you enough and cat is something that that some people still use but but it's really for looking at larger text files it's just not the right tool for the job in any case so then in order to to Accommodate that you need to have something with a few more features than Cat. So obviously, they named that More, right? Because it's more than Cat, and you see where I'm going with this, right? And so, so More would print to the screen, but it would also give you the ability to to uh, to search through it if you wanted to, or, or or do a few other other things. But of course, that wasn't enough features for folks either, and so. They wanted the ability to have pagination built right into the program and being able to jump right into an editor from it and, and a couple other things like that. So somebody got came along and wrote less because, well, less is more. Yeah, literally. So <laughs> that's that's the lineage for less. And that's a it's kind of a, a good case in point for the argument that people make that, that if you want to name your program something that's obvious. And that people will, will will be able to tie that functionality to what it does. The 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 cat more or less thing kind of exemplifies those people's argument, right? And they'll say the same thing about Blender, right? You want to find help with, with working in, in Blender, the 3D modeling and modeling and animation suite, but you go on on Google or or whatever your search engine of choice happens to be and Type in Blender and and some string of text, and you will you might get mixers and 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 kitchen utilities that aren't three D modeling tools. You get the same thing with uh, GIMP. Actually, actually, GIMP GIMP gets a lot of cruft for its name, right? Because one, people who have watched Pulp Fiction, Pulp, Pulp Finction, people who have watched. Pulp Fiction will think of the Gimp from the uh, from that film, which uh, it's not really related, and or people will think of the fact that Gimp, in English, uh, the the original definition of it was was usually somebody with a with a with a deformation or a malady or, or some sort of atypical body change, like right? so they're 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 they have a, a bad foot, or um, and it's a permanent. Thing usually is what, what what GIMP refers to, and so why would you want to name your application after somebody with uh, after a malady, basically, right? And sort of a third rail topic, a little bit there, but that's that's the thing there. The thing, the funny thing though, not really funny, that the interesting thing though is that GIMP's been around as an image editor, the GNU Image Manipulation Program, because it's an acronym. Uh, it's been around for, for what two decades now. So if you type GIMP on not even with any qualifiers no search terms or anything you type gimp in in a search engine now chances are good the first the first results are going to be related to image manipulation not pulp fiction and not the um kind of pejorative term that that, not really pejorative just not really pleasant term uh that, that i just described a few seconds ago but i mean you also see see programs like um oh let's see Creta or Scribus. Well, Scribus, the name has has a root in it that 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 starts making sense. But but Creta, you know, you wouldn't necessarily know that Creta has has anything to do with digital painting and, and and illustration. Synfig, right? You wouldn't necessarily think Synfig has anything to do with animation. Uh, so you you have, but of course, on the on the flip side, you've got things like Inkscape that that definitely give you that the right kind of feeling and. and and, and sort of fit that proper marketing branding kind of idea, right? And you have stuff like Scribus, which I just mentioned, that that at the very least gives you the impression that it's dealing with 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 something that's 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 printed or or drawn or written or something along those lines. So Scribus has has that going for it. LibreOffice obviously is, is an office tool. Um, but then again you get stuff like Vim and Emacs, right? They're they're text editors. But a text editor. You know the name Vim. The name Emacs doesn't doesn't mean anything. Now, I don't know why it is. And more recently, I'll, I'll I'll say I'll say Mastodon. Mastodon being the the social network that is. Uh, I'll say it's a uh, Twitter esque, except that it's federated, right? So there's there's stuff in that. But I even saw name criticisms from Mastodon. Now, maybe it's just because of of where I go and what I read and and the people I talk to. I rarely, rarely ever see people bad mouthing or or fully criticizing the names of op- of of closed source tools the way that they do for open source tools. And closed source tools have some of the same problems that open source tools do. I mean. Yeah, you have 3D Studio Max and AutoCAD and Photoshop, right? The, and Illustrator. Those they're pretty obvious names. But you also have things like Maya and Houdini and Mudbox. Mudbox sort of rides the line. That's a little hard but Toxic, right? That's that's that was a thing. Nuke! Nuke! Right? Nuke! Let me just say that one more time. Nuke, it's a compositing application. And it's kind of it has nothing to do with, with compositing, as a naming convention goes. Now, the, I'm sure there's rationalization, I'm sure there's history, I'm sure there's things that tie it together, just like with GIMP and Blender and, and these sort of things. But the point is that, from a marketing standpoint, from the face of it, a lot of source programs have the same kinds of, I won't say naming problems, but they have the, they, they're, they're named in ways that are, are similarly bad. To open source tools, but I don't see them getting the the same kind of heat that a lot of open source tools do when it when it comes to that, and and I don't know why. And so so listen, I I switch back and forth as to to what I actually feel whether whether the naming is is that significant. Now it's it is important, right? Naming something is important. Things names. Names are words. Words mean things that you know that that you don't want to name your 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 next great sound editing app. Kitten puncher, kitten puncher right? That's 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 probably not going to get you a lot of users. Oh yeah, well you know I'm I'm uh, sitting down to to edit my podcast at kitten puncher. That <laughs> all right? Well maybe I might use that because I think it's funny. Not not punching kittens, just the name of the software being kitten puncher. But chances are good that. Unless your niche audience is somebody with a kind of absurdist sense of humor like me, yeah, you're you're not gonna you're not gonna get a lot of like users that way. And, but that's one of the things we you know, I will say one of the one of the arguments in my head not, a, not not the strongest argument, one of the arguments in my head for 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 the name it whatever you want mindset is, I mean it 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 kind of reinforces the notion that open source tools are not competing on the same field as closed source tools they 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 a lot of them aren't even trying to compete they're just they just exist and and they were there to scratch a niche or well I talked about this in previous previous episodes but that's that's the point is that by having by having a name like that it, it does or it should reinforce the fact that open source tools don't need necessarily to be marketed not at least not in the same way that closed source tools are you know it's not like people are putting out ads i think for blender gamper or inkscape it's not like people are putting those ads out so it's it's well you know it maybe it's not that big of a deal right that, that that's kind of the point I'm, I'm i'm getting at there and i think it does come it does come down to marketing is that when you have tools like houdini or like there there are the boring ones, like I said. And I think that's part of the problem with, with a lot of the, the commercial software is that some of the names end up being so sterile. 3D Studio Max. Cinema 4D. I mean cinema sort of helps a little bit, but it's in my mind it's not a super exciting name. It's it's meh an Inkscape sort of falls into that realm. Mudbox I like because it's it well, it's it I think it's it's it sounds like the sculpty. You know, sculpting. So that's why Mudbox kind of kind of plays nice to it, and that's why I think Mudbox and Inkscape are kind of in the same sort of realm. Of that that their their names are are more obvious as to what they do, but they're they're more clever, right? They're more interesting. They're not just look at me. I'm I'm doing this is what this is the they're not right. You know, like um, Writer for open source open source for for liberal office. They're not LibreOffice right, right? They're not uh, Microsoft Office Word, right? They're not, those are boring names to me and they're not any fun. And I, especially in the case of open source tools, if, if they're not being marketed that way, then, then we should be allowed to have fun. But on, on the same front of it, let's take GIMP for example. For our example, GIMP's like the, the, the poster child for bad naming. <laughs> but it's been around for a long time and has been used and had a lot of content and material has been made with it and about it to the point that yeah it's essentially been marketed to the and it has some of the best search engine results you could ask for you know maybe when you're when you're looking up image manipulation you might not get gimp as the first thing when you're looking up tutorials for using gimp chances are good you're not going to get routed down the wrong path unless you're really trying hard to right because because gimp has that presence behind it—it's been around for that long. Blender's the same sort of way. Yeah, people have people will, are looking for kitchen appliances pretty regularly, so that 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 does sort of make it a bit more difficult to find some things. But if you type Blender and then 3D or Blender and animation or Blender and modeling or sculpting, you will get more results, and and it works. So it it doesn't matter, I don't think, what the name is, and this is something that that. The, the commercial companies and the closed source companies have, have, have sorted out, they can name their program Houdini. They can name their program Maya, right? As long as they market it to the right people and the, the people know about it, they can treat it like jargon and it's perfectly fine that, that, that it has a name that doesn't directly relate to, to the field. Besides that, again, directly related names are, are boring. So as I'm talking more and more about this, I'm, I'm more emphatically falling on the side of. of Naming doesn't really matter unless you name your program Kitten Puncher, right? <laughs> right? You don't. You don't want to name something that name it something that's that's truly offensive or abusive. And I think GIMP maybe ride the, maybe rides that line just a touch. I think if you were to release GIMP today, it wouldn't get the traction that it got when it first came out, but. As it exists now, it's sort of re- it's, re- it's sort of reclaimed that word, and and GIMP as an application owns that word. I think I think that that word belongs to image manipulation now. It's not it's not really that's not the primary definition. The other like the Pulp Fiction and and physical maladies are 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 not the primary definitions of GIMP at this point. If you're if you're looking for something online, it's going to be image manipulation, and I think that's incredibly cool that that they, that that word has, has been. Has been reused, has been reappropriated, and, and and works well. Now I don't think anyone should go out with the effort to to, to try that. And name your next open source program something that's truly and and painfully offensive. That that doesn't really help anybody or 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 work to to, to solve much of the way of problems there. So like I said, I, if GIMP were to come out today, it probably would need to be renamed. But because of its history, I don't think it. I don't think it's necessary, and it. And I don't think it. it uh, I think it actually be more of a detriment to GIMP than than a help to it. Now, of course, there are people who have, who, when they hear GIMP and they associate it with image manipulation, they may they perhaps may not like the interface or may not the, like the fact that it's not a true free Photoshop. It's it has a different way of working and it's got its own way of of approaching problems. And uh, so like the only reason, the only reason in my mind as far as GIMP goes to make that that you would want to rename it is if you change the interface so dramatically that it's essentially a different program. Like for instance, they're they're talking, they were talking about with future editions of GIMP like doing something more node-based and not layer based. Now this was this was like a side conversation. I don't think it's actually ever gonna happen, but there was a talk about that at some point. And if they ever went down that road, then yeah, that would totally make sense to name it something else. Name it something else entirely because it's it's a different interface, it's a different way of approaching image manipulation and, and a different different way of working altogether. So that that would constitute a name change. Just like if After Effects on the commercial side stopped being Timeline and layer based and actually started going the route of of Nuke and Natron and being more node based Then in those cases then yeah, it wouldn't really be After Effects anymore. It would just be It would be another program and the only reason to call it after effects would be to try and cash in on the branding for that name And so and that's where like an existing name like Gimp, like blender like Inkscape, like they already have having that name gives you gives you a, a, a cache of, of of mindshare that that is hard to let go of so I, I i think for a lot of those programs that have been around for a while renaming them would, would be would be a bigger detriment than than it would be a benefit and even if you redid the ui maybe maybe you want to try and hard, try and still use that name just to not not lose mind share and lose too much user base but you know again names only go but so far you could name your and you you guys have seen this you've seen this on by by internet marketers all the time where they'll name something i don't know best photo editor ever dot com and so they'll they'll say blah 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 blah, and use best photo editor and blah 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 blah. both best like they're they're named the program best photo editor purely out of like search engine optimization reasons and the the application is shit. It, it doesn't work at all like i don't have a real example of this but there are t- countless ones like this where they'll name they'll name the program literally best whatever, and the program is absolutely horrible. But they're they're gaining clicks, gaining ad revenue, and gaining that sort of thing. That's the whole reason for doing it. So even if you you name like the name, but my point is, I think my this is where I'm coming to is that the name only has so much value, right? It, it's only a first impression thing and imp- first impressions obviously are, are are very important but if you have a program that's 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 named something horrendous or horrible or just not so let's, let's get away from the horrendous or horrible part. Just, just not associated right so you, you have a i'll go back to to sound editing you have a sound editing program named blip blip bloop right come on i'm coming up coming up with a horrible name that that Actually, it's kind of tough. So you have Blip Blip Bloop, and it's a horrible name. And and maybe maybe I could rationalize that that Blip Blip Bloop has something to do with sound editing because it's the 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 program the program name is all onomatopoeias, right? Yeah, sure, maybe, but it's no, it's not a great name. But I tell you what, if the feature set of Blip Blip Bloop matches what someone, one person or a few people specifically need to get a job done, they will use it and they will not care at all what it, mean, what it, what it means, what what the, what the name is for the program because it does the job, it does it well and it does exactly what they need it to do. And so it might be a hindrance for them to initially open the program, but there's a couple different things on that. One, free software and open source software, because it has that low barrier to entry the, what's 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 the bigger thing stopping somebody from doing something what it's named or what it costs right or the freedoms associated with it as well right and, but, but we'll just talk we'll just talk in, in, in monetary sense at this point because most most open source programs are are also free as in beer they're, they're zero cost so because of that I, I I posit I hypothesize I put forward that the cost is a greater barrier to entry than the name of a program, and so they might use bleep bleep bloop because it's free and once, and so they're like, well it's named bleep bleep bloop, it doesn't really have anything to do with it sounds kind of goofy, I don't want to tell people I'm using bleep bleep bloop to edit audio but let me open it up and see what it does oh, it does something kind of cool oh, I like this, this is sweet I'm going to use it, right you see a lot of people taking that route I've seen people do that with Blender, with GIMP, with uh, Synfig. I've seen this happen. And so, it's not necessarily gonna be, well, it's free, and it's named something ridiculous, so I'm not even gonna touch it. I mean, the person that says that, I kinda don't want them using it anyway. They kinda sound like a dick. (laughs) And maybe, maybe that's a harsh judgment to make. It's absolutely a harsh judgment to make, but it's it's also one of those things where look, come on, be relaxed about it, and, and and this is how you 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 form an audience, right? And so there, then what what ends up happening is that you have people who are like really passionate about the name. No, no, blip blip bloop is the best name ever because it's the best program ever, and that's equally irrational, that's equally wrong headed. but at least they're using the program. So there's 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 a positive side there. So I I guess. I guess by talking it out and, and talking it out loud here in this, in this episode, I've I've come to the conclusion that, for me at least, I don't think naming matters that much. As long as what the program is, what the program does, as long as that is really good, or at least good enough for for what somebody needs it, like it it, it fits a need if it does what it, what it what it what it what it what it's purported to do, not by its name of course, but by you know whatever's on the website or 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 just sort of in the our program is supposed to this you know the 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 description line if you put it up on github right as long as as long as that need is met then i don't think the name matters that much yeah i think the more i think about it that's that's what my opinion is on it and i know that a lot of people have sort of that disagree with me They disagree with that that statement because obviously I wasn't 100% on that thought either when I started this episode. (laughs) So I vacillated back and forth and I still, uh, tomorrow I might think completely different. But as of today, I don't think naming matters as much as what the program does and if it does it well. And I, you know, like I said, I, I very well, I would absolutely use a program called Bleep Bleep Bloop if it does exactly what it, Uh, what I need it to do. Um, I may even use a a program called Kitten Puncher. I might edit the source and rename it because, one, maybe I don't want to tell people that I'm using Kitten Puncher. But also, that's one of the fun things about open source is that if I'm not comfortable with the name, I can edit the source and rename it and then, you know, I don't have to say I'm using Kitten Puncher. I can say I'm using Bleep Bleep Bloop. (laughs) because why would I change the name to something that makes more sense I would just change it away from being kitten Puncher I'm really digressing at this point and it's a good thing because I have pretty much come to the end of my commute so that's what I think I want to know what you guys think on it come back and talk to me what do you think is is, is, is naming important I don't think so but maybe you do so I want to hear about it anyhow Gotten to the end of this. Time to get to work. There we have it. I'm of the mind now that naming really doesn't matter all that much. At least, it it shouldn't. At least that's my my thought on it. At least, but that's a lot of at least. Anyway, what do you think? Do do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you have an altogether different opinion entirely? But I, I want to I know. So, so please tell me. And the way to do that, of course, is to make a comment on this episode that would be episode 38 on openSourcecreative.org. Or you can track me down. Again, I'm Jason Van Gumster. I'm on your, on your favorite social media site. just look for Monster Java Guns. You can also look for this podcast account as OSS Creative. and you can tell me what you think in any of those places. Uh, I'm even on Mastodon, so yeah, check that out. I'm on the uh, Mastodon.cloud instance as again, Monster Java Guns. Uh, I also have an email newsletter. It's a plain text, light traffic thing that goes out about once a month, where you get an early in on knowing anything that I'm up to. You can subscribe to that on the sidebar of my personal site at monsterjavaguns.com. All right, now it's time for you to get to work. See you next week.